Good morning, listeners. My name is Tricia Cherko, and I'm the Marketing and Communication Director for the Multiple Listing Service of Long Island and the Long Island Board of Realtors. And I'm here today with my guest, Phil Racies, who is the owner of Turnkey Real Estate in Great Neck. And Phil and I are going to be discussing how homeowners can uh, prepare their home before listing and putting their home on the market. Okay. Uh, Phil, good morning. Good morning. Um, I think, well, before our listeners um, uh, were on the line with us today, I was talking a little bit about the market conditions and what's happening across Long Island as far as prices and inventory. And it's the old supply and demand theory principle. Our prices have been up. They're up about 6% in the month of October, according to the MLS. We're sitting at about a $440,000 closed median price. And that would include properties in Nassau, Suffolk, and Queens, compared to about 415000 a year ago. Um, but uh, one other thing that sticks out with the housing data is the number of available properties for sale. And we're down to a low 15000 and change as of October, which is 9% less than a year ago. So right now, we are still in a seller's market, making it a great time to list your home if that's something you've been considering. Would you agree with that, Phil? Absolutely, 100%. Okay. And so now a couple or, or a single person or, or whoever is thinking about selling, how, what is their first step in getting their home ready uh, to go out on the market? Hire a person, an organizer to get rid of everything that you don't anticipate taking with you. So you need to figure that out in advance. So get rid of what you're not going to take with you, keep what you're going to, you know, take along with you. Okay. Give yourself two to three months on average, but for a larger home, three to six months. Really? Okay. And, and, and should this all be happening before they call uh, you and their local realtor to come in and do a listing presentation? Should the house or is the house usually all in order uh, prior to that? Generally, no. Most people are not totally prepared. You could start it in advance, but I think that's a small percentage of, of uh, owners that do that. And how important is it, like when you go in and, and you may see that there's a lot of things lying around and there's a lot of decluttering to be done on, and the homeowner is, is not prepared, um, what is your approach as far as taking that listing or you, you just stick to that two to three month time frame and say you've got a lot of work to do here and uh, you, you give them your expert advice on this? No, what I would say is they need to just prepare and make it tidy. As far as getting rid of the stuff that they're not going to take with them, that can be done over the time that the house is being sold. But as far as decluttering, you want to keep all those things on your tables and your vanities, everything put away. That doesn't take two to three months. It's the major stuff right. that you want to focus on. Have a garage sale, a tag sale, place items on eBay, hire a professional appraiser to see what your furniture and your antiques are worth. And I like what you said, to really to assess what you're going to be taking with you and what you aren't. That That's excellent advice. 
um, uh, to our homeowners. So would you recommend that they use a, they hire a professional cleaning service and would their realtor be able to recommend someone if that's something they want to do? Yeah, I think a, a, an excellent realtor, somebody who's a real professional should have all those people in their, you know, resume as far as who they can recommend to help them clean. Okay. Um, one other item I would suggest is that if you have anything that you want to give away, you can give it away to a, uh, a charitable organization, a 5013C, okay. to take a tax deduction. Just make sure you get the receipt. Very good. Now, we're going into the winter months. So, um, you know, should a homeowner that prepares their home to go on the market, should they care or address the outside of the home? How, how should homeowners, I guess, at any season, any of the four seasons, prepare the outside of the home for sale? Well, number one, you don't get a second chance at a first impression. So when somebody gets out of their car, especially at this time of the year, decorations are important. So you need to also keep in mind the the, the outside should be tidy, leaves should be cleaned off, uh, leaves in the gutters and leaders should be taken out, flower beds should be cultivated as long as the property uh, soil is not frozen, edge the flower beds, even put down some, some uh, fall plants to basically give a little bit of color to the outside. Uh, also, make sure your lawn is green. You can still apply a winter fertilizer and, and pelletize lime to maybe spruce up a little bit of the greening and make it look as if, you know, you were the buyer and you were looking at the house. Would you want to go into this house? Make sure the windows are clean, shrubbery is cut down below window level, and um, that's basically uh, a good start. Cur curb appeal, right? You want to, you, yes. you're saying the first impression. Um, you, they'll be making. So that is important with the outside. How about like uh, we're talking about this time of the year, it gets darker a, a, a lot earlier. And I know a lot of people probably look at uh, properties for sale after work, you know, uh, six, seven, eight o'clock at night. What about lighting? What kind of what tips can you give our listeners, our homeowners about uh, outdoor lighting uh, when showing their home? Well, I would suggest if you're into the holiday lights, definitely you should start putting them up. Uh, if you don't have holiday lighting or you're not into doing that, I would have some kind of lighting to accent those parts of your home which will be pronounced, especially along walkways. You don't want people to trip and have a, a problem with breaking a bone or so. So you want to make sure there is enough lighting that if they do pass by, it'll show your house in, in a, in a uh, good light. Okay. I, you know, I didn't ask when I introduced you, Phil. I mean, I've, I've worked with you for many years here at the MLS. But ha tell me, how many years have you uh, been in the real estate business? Uh, let's see, 24 as a, an agent and broker okay. and 11 as an investor previously. Oh, okay, great. So so you know this stuff. So when you tell us, give, are giving us these tips and giving our listeners these tips, this is coming from many years of experience, which is which is great. Um, talk to me about home improvements and what value they add to uh, a home. For example, I have friends that are thinking about listing their home and their kitchen. And the reason they're moving is they don't want to go through the hassle, say, of, of, of a major renovation inside to update their home. Um, but to get a higher price, should somebody look at making home improvements inside before they move, like updating a kitchen, maybe new appliances? 
maybe, you know, new tile in the bathroom. What from your experience, what kind of improvement should a homeowner consider? So you have to have a budget. You have to get a few contractors in there to get two or three estimates and determine, is this going to make you money or is it will help you sell the house faster, but you won't make any money and you might lose some money. So there's a lot of variables involved. So a realtor, an expert in this area would be able to show some research maybe that's out there by the National Association of Realtors or a remodeling uh, association uh, that might speak to this specifically in numbers um, that, that a realtor would maybe share with the homeowner to help guide them what ha- what makes sense and what is what doesn't, okay, which is just overkill. Yeah, I, w- I would say that getting that information online or through your realtor will help you, but you have to be very careful. People tend to improve things and they go beyond what they should. So you have to look at, are you doing this to make money yes. or are you doing this to get it sold faster? And if you are trying to get it sold faster, a coat of paint and cleaning the house is the best thing to do. Coat of paint minor repairs. and cleaning cleaning the house and I'd imagine that would include the the wood floors and and the carpeting and and um, you know like you said a fresh coat of paint Uh, neutral colors would you suggest absolutely neutral colors neutral colors okay great nothing personalized nothing okay because the new buyer is probably going to come in and and have their own ideas of um, if they fall in love with the property right of how they're going to decorate it and and um, so you kind of want this blank canvas effect yes what advice if any uh, do you give your uh, homeowners that are listing their properties with you about a roof that maybe needs repair or is 20 years old see what the cost of replacement is okay. or if it's a repair that can be done without having to replace the roof that would be fine but if you have three layers on the roof an inspector will come in for the buyer and make that a point of contention and the buyer may take off a lot more from the price than what it would cost you to replace it so it's a point of negotiation once an agreements when, when the agreements in the works right it's Yes, but I would still get the estimates. So you'll have something, you know, in your possession to know what it would cost to replace it, so your buyer doesn't add additional amount of money that's not necessary. Good. That that's very good advice. Um, we touched on a little bit this time of year, and we 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 did say something about the holidays and holiday lighting. And what do you tell your homeowners when the ho- when you go in and take a listing and the house is uh, going on the market? Maybe an open house is is in a week or two, and you see all these holiday decorations around. What what advice? I would suggest that during certain times of the year, it's an important thing to make your house look festive if it's during the holidays. But you want to have a positive and happy atmosphere. So by having things bright and light having the windows cleaned, having your blinds opened up to let sunlight in, anything that's going to give a positive spin on the interior, putting some potpourri out with scented candles, even setting up your table as if you were going to have dinner with your silverware, make everything look like it's like an architectural digest type layout. Oh, okay. Even Christmas trees and Hanukkah lights would be great, and I don't think that will deter anybody from purchasing your home. Just don't overdo it and be a bit more on the conservative side. 
Okay. Um, is, will, is there any do, is there anything heaven. that you've seen in 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 all these years that you've been in real estate uh, that's related to holiday stuff that was uh, a big mistake, like that you would be telling our listeners, do not do this. This did not work out well. Say uh, when a house was uh, on the market and being shown. Yeah, again, you, you want to be a little bit more on the conservative side. Okay. You don't want to do things that are off the wall. You have to look at the demographics of your community. So depending on what your culture is or your religion is, you've got to be careful uh, not to uh, push people away from buying your house. Got it. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Talk to me about hiring a home stager. How often and how... Uh, you know, is this a popular thing in your your area? Like I said, I, I know you you're you're all over New York State doing doing your business, but um, do you find that a lot of homeowners engage a home stager? And tell me a little bit about what a what a home stager does and when it makes sense to hire one, okay, and what they do. Well, a home stager will basically decorate and add necessary furniture, plates, silverware on a table, candles, to make the home look lived in and provide a better presentation, especially for an empty house or a poorly decorated house. Uh, it's a great idea. If you have a very expensive home, you probably have it all done out. But in the event it's an expensive home that's empty, it would make sense to hire a home stager who will set it up to give an impression and a vision of what the house would look like if that next buyer comes in and purchases. The cost can range from eight hundred to thousands of dollars. It just depends on what your budget is. Okay, and would um, a realtor uh, have a uh, resources in this area that they'd be able to recommend to homeowners when they go out on the listing appointments? Well, they should have at least one stager okay. that they're either doing business with or that they are aware of who can handle that job. Um, and at the same time, you can stage your own home if you have the knack for it by getting a few ideas online, so from friends. However, in the seller's market, this may not be necessary a necessary expense since inventory is at a very low point and demand is at a very high point. Right. Interest rates are at a very, very low point. Right. It's a perfect storm for buyers and sellers. You, you, you touched on something when you said um, an empty house uh, may require some staging Speaking from your experience, um, how would showing an empty house versus one that was staged, same same property, how, how would that add to the value or the, uh, the you know getting a higher price if, if a homeowner were to do that versus leaving the house empty? Maybe they already moved a while ago. Um, does does that affect uh, what the final price would be on a property? I think it could have a major effect because mm -hmm. if, number one, the house is empty, sometimes the buyer will say, well, how long has it been empty? When has it been on the market? If it's been on the market for any length of time, that's going to put pressure on the price. So it, it would be more advisable to have furniture in there. Even if the people move, they should leave their furniture. If it's done properly, leave mm -hmm. some clothing in the closets. Make it look like they're lived in as if they went to Florida for a couple of months. So that's what you would you would be advising your customers to do. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, um, one of the areas of uh, listing your home and and having a, a potential buyers come through is uh, odors. Uh, 
different kinds of smells in a home, which, uh, which we don't smell because we live there. Okay. So even, um, you, would you advise maybe having the upholstery clean, the drapes, the carpet, uh, in a home where, you know, uh, maybe there's smokers? I mean, do you go to that extent? For sure. I mean, they, listen, they say cleanliness is next to guidelines, and buyers will surely appreciate a clean and tidy home that has less smells. Okay. And, more and do you nice advise smells. the, um, do you do you find yourself like in a situation where uh, maybe everything has been done, the homeowner has done their due diligence, has taken all the steps to remove any possible odors. What about the whole, uh, I've been in open houses myself where the potpourri is, is boiling on the stove and it smells like an apple pie is in the oven and, and uh, candles are burning. What is your take on, on a homeowner doing all of that? It makes our job easier to get a buyer to consider purchasing. Okay, and that's the point. Yep, that's the point, right? That's what they're hiring you to do in the first place. That's right. Awesome. Um, another point I have on my list here uh, that I wanted to ask you about is how should a homeowner, uh, should they remove pictures from the wall? I mean, if they're like me, there's about 5,000 pictures of my family and my loved ones all around the house from start to finish on the wall, on all kinds of personal knickknacks, memorabilia. You know, you have a, we have a man cave in the basement, say, uh, and there's all kinds of autograph things and, and sports memorabilia. What, it, what is your advice to homeowners on, on all of that when they get ready to put their home on the market? As I mentioned before, if a house has too many photos, too many personalized items, it, it could detract from the showing because I myself, when I go in to look at a house, I'm always going and looking at the pictures and I'm not even buying the house. So it's a good idea to minimize the number of personal photos that you have on the walls. Right. As far as a man cave, that's okay because if it's a couple or if it's uh, somebody that would enjoy that, that's not going to detract. But okay. I think minimizing the photos so that the person coming in will focus on the showing and not on your personalized photos going back to Grandma Sylvia. Yeah. <laughs> and what about what about valuables? When I talk about memorabilia, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, um, what does a homeowner do with any valuables in the home? Just for the safety point of view, I would suggest that anything that's of value that you can put in a safety deposit box or really hide somewhere, that would be advisable because today you never know who's looking at a house, who's coming in, and uh, that would keep you in a safer position to keep your possessions uh, you know, somewhere else. That, that's, uh, that's great advice. Phil, you have given us all a lot to think about, um, really good tips here. In closing, what I'm curious is um, for our listeners that are, are thinking about listing their home and they, they're going to start to get their home ready, where would you suggest they go to maybe read and, and get information on everything we just spoke about, maybe in a little bit greater detail? Well, first of all, interview three realtors. Great. And you can probably derive that information, most of it from them, okay. but also go online uh, if you're on a computer, go online and search out those necessary items to get more information. Go to your local library if you're not online and get information on preparing your home for sale, the do's and the don'ts. 
but most important, use common sense and logic and put yourself in the position of a buyer and go from the outside to the inside and make a list of what you would object to that you would, you know, keep you from purchasing the home. It's like taking a tarnished penny and making it shine once again within your budget. One last thing I wanted to mention, which we didn't mention, during the winter months, it's a good idea to keep all walkways, sidewalks, and driveways clear of snow and ice and have on hand a good snow shovel, snow blower, make sure it's tuned up, gas and ice melt, so buyers will have an easier time entering your property and reduce your liability from somebody falling. Excellent. Very good advice. Well, thank you very much for your time this morning, Phil. And again, this is Tricia with All Things Real Estate, brought to you by the Multiple Listing Service of Long Island. And um, everybody have a great day. Thank you. And you too. Thank you. Bye-bye.